I claim on earth what's coming from heaven to be here any day. Oh, I can taste his promise. That is coming my Hello, way. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Growing in God's Word podcast with Dr. Jim and Joy McKinnis. Our purpose is to bring to you encouraging teachings that will help you grow in your understanding of the Word of God. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today we have an exciting subject and one of my favorite passages in the Bible. Actually, I titled this, uh, I found you, I took care of you, and then I made you spectacularly beautiful. Can you believe that God would say that? Ezekiel 16, we see... God speaking to Israel and prophetically speaking to us. And he talks about their background. And I want to read this because it's really dramatic, um, the way God is speaking. Now, let me just say something. Many people don't understand what the difference in the Old Testament and New Testament. The Old Testament is like a picture book. It's It's like a picture book talking to people who mostly were not literate and and simply talking to him about the truths that we're going to find later when Christ comes. Because even as a child, how do you teach a child to read? You just don't give them Tolstoy's War and Peace and say, read it. No, you give them a picture book. And there's a picture of a horse. And underneath that, they write horse. And soon the kids read oh, letters Horse, and they identify because of the picture. The Old Testament gives us a picture, and the New Testament writes it out very plain. So in the 16th chapter, verse 4, On the day you were born, no one cared for you. No one had the slightest interest in you. No one pitied you, nor cared for you. On the day you were born, you were unwanted, dumped in a field, and left to die. My question is, do you ever feel, ever felt abandoned? Do you ever felt lone joy? You know, ever felt like, it's, it, it no one wants you? Mm. You know, maybe you came from a good home. Uh, mine was different. I never really felt, uh, wanted. But, um, maybe you came from a good home. And even then, deep inside, there's an emptiness. There's something inside of us. And uh, that longs, for that deep intimacy with God. But here he talks about uh, Israel as a, as a people in us that God walked by one day and we were unwanted. Psalms 142.4 says, I look for someone to come and help me, but no one gives me a passing thought. Ever sound like you? No one will help. No one cares a bit what happens to me. What do you think about that, Joy? Yes, it's it's like, uh, you know, we feel like we are orphans in this world, especially without God. It really uh, makes that more real than ever. You know, just like what the famous scientist uh, Blaise Pascal said, uh, he said these famous words that there is a God-shaped vacuum in the heart of each man which cannot be satisfied by any created thing, but only by God, the creator, that is made known made know through Jesus Christ. You know, we can feel rejected. We can feel unwanted. But the verses go on. Mm-hmm. And it says, a but. I love when there's a but in the Amen. Bible. But. God says, yes, you were unwanted. Yes, they just threw you in a field, didn't care. But. What was the but, Joy? But. Ooh, this is a really a good but. But I came by and saw you there. 
helplessly kicking about in your own blood. As you lay there, I said, live. Wow. But he cared. He cared. He cared. Wow. And then it says, you know, I just remember that very good song, old song, where it says, no one ever cared for me like Jesus. There's no other friend so kind as he. No one else could take the sin and the, the darkness from me. Oh, how much he cared for me. And then another verse was says, says there, all my life was full of sin when Jesus found me. All my heart was full of misery and woe. And then Jesus placed his strong arms about me and he led me in the way I ought to go. Oh, I love that song. I love it that that, that which was unwanted. And I said, like even if you're in a family that is uh, that loved you, there's still something inside in this world. Like Joyce said, we feel like orphans. But God came by and commanded this child would live. Mm. John 10.10, Jesus said, The thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. That's what this child is like. He's he's rejected, and he just left to die. And the enemy, that Satan, came to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you may have life and may have it more abundantly. When Jesus comes into our heart, he comes to give us an abundant life. Amen. And you know, I, 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 in the Jesus moment, when we saw thousands come to Jesus, they did not come because we preached uh, that uh, if you don't come to Jesus, uh, you'll go to hell. Now, we know that's a reality, but that was not the message that caused tens of thousands to come. The message was this verse, mm-hmm. that you come to Jesus, he will not only give you a future life, but right now he will give you an abundant life. Wow. That's awesome. Now, newborn baby is completely helpless to change his situation. He cannot feed himself. He cannot protect himself. There's nothing he can do. And and that's the idea was there's nothing we can do to earn God's love. There's nothing we can do to make God love us more. But he chose to put his love upon us. He went into the field of the world, and he went in there, and he said to you, Live. He longs for you to live. So. Wow. You know, that just brought to mind uh, a scripture, Pastor Jim. It says, Luke 19.10. And this is such a powerful uh, uh, scripture. It says, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save those who are lost. And that brings the point. No one can ever say, I found God. That's right. The baby couldn't do anything. What it is, is that God found found us. Mm-hmm. God came looking for us. God is looking for you. And First John 4.19 says this. John, the beloved, the one who leaned on the breast of Jesus, he knew that intimacy with Jesus. Yet he said, we love him because mm-hmm. what? He first loved us. Oh, yes. 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 When I found Jesus, in many ways I was not even looking for him, but he put that desire in my heart to know him. That's what he did. Amen. Hallelujah. That's right. That, you know, when I got saved, the same way, God sought me out, you know, and I just responded to that to that uh, wooing of his spirit in my life. And, you know, not only did he save us, but he has much more. He wants us to thrive. Amen? 
Not just to survive, but to thrive. Which brings us to the next verse. Yes. After he found the baby, it says here, And I helped you to thrive like a plant in the field. And you grew up and became a beautiful jewel. Mm. A couple points here. Number one, that God, when we find Jesus, then we find the source of life that we can thrive. And as we thrive, we're like a plant that grows. Christian life is not something you just do once and you forget. Mm-hmm. It is a, like a seed that's planted in us and it grows. And God says you grew up. It became like a beautiful jewel. Mm. Oh, I love that because the Bible talks about us as being God's jewel. In Malachi 3.17, the Amplified says, And they shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts. In that day when I publicly recognize and openly declare them to be my jewels, my possession, my peculiar treasure. If you're listening here today, you are God's treasure. Yes. God looks at you and he says, you're my jewel. The world just said maybe throws you in a field. They don't care. They look down on you. But God looks at you and sees diamonds, mm, gold. Wow. Yeah, he sees precious things. Wow, wow. I love that. And then verse 8, continuing with the scripture that we're reading, it says there, so I wrapped my cloak around you to cover your nakedness and declared my marriage vows. I made a covenant with you, says the sovereign Lord, and you became mine. Oh, I love that. Oh, I tell you, this is what Christ has done. And he not only saved us, not only uh, um, helped us to thrive, it says he clothed us. Mm-hmm. And we know that Adam and Eve, that when they knew that they were naked, God first clothed them. It was with the, some animal gave mm-hmm. its life. But Jesus gave his life. That was a symbol of Christ would give, take his life, that he might clothe us. And what does he clothe us with, Joy? Oh, hallelujah. He clothes us with his righteousness. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah with his blood. Amen. He covered us with himself. Amen. The Lord stooped down in the garden and he, he, uh, helped, created man. And here he stooped down, it says, and he spread his skirt covering her nakedness. Wow. Oh, you know, he did the very same thing when you got saved. He spread his, skirt over you which has deeper meaning in the old testament that also that was kind of like a uh, an engagement instead of giving a ring mm-hmm. you, you spread your skirt we see that in stories in the old testament and he claimed us verse 8b he claimed us for his own spreading the skirt uh was used to claim this when a man found a young woman mm-hmm. that he desired we we see this in Ruth for example he spread his garment claiming as his own god is claiming jerusalem here as his own he's claiming claiming you he's claiming the church which we find out in the new testament is the bride of christ wow. uh john 637 However, those the Father has given me will come to me, and I will never reject them. Why? Because now we are his bride. He will never reject us. He will never again uh, allow us to be thrown into a field unwanted, unloved, orphaned. You know, I was just thinking about when you mentioned about the skirt. You know how the, the Lord stooped down and spread his skirt covering our nakedness. Remember, Jim, when we got married Part of the Filipino culture. I just it just came to my mind. There was this piece of cloth that was put upon your shoulder, and then it was draped 
over my head. And it, it was like a covering, a covering, you know, that I came under your covering as my husband and as my, uh, the priestly, the priest of, my, of our home, the our home that we're building. So that just brought to my mind that, 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 uh, that picture. Yes. Anyway, going to that <laughs> verse stuff, nine. That just got me excited. Oh, that's um, good. That verse nine. It says here, "Then I bathe you and wash off your blood, and I rub fragrant oils into your skin. I gave you expensive clothing of fine linen and silk, beautifully embroidered, and sandals made of fine goatskin leather. I gave you lovely jewelry, bracelets, beautiful necklaces." Verse 12, a ring for your nose, earrings for your ears, and a lovely crown for your head. Wow. God not only saves us, he blesses us. Amen. He not only saves us, he not only brings us to him, he wants to bless us. And I know much of the blessing he's going to reveal one day when we see him face to face. But there is blessings he does even now. We're the apple of his eye. Yes, we are. He loves us. So he washes us. This is the process that salvation does. He washes and then he clothes us with the linen of righteousness. Isaiah 61.10 I am overwhelmed with joy in the Lord my God, for he has dressed me with the mm. clothing of salvation and draped me with right, a robe of righteousness. I'm like a bridegroom dressed for his wedding. So that's exactly what was coming here. And God not only makes us his own, he also blesses us. He also, the washing that and the, the, the robe, we've covered that, but he goes beyond that. He gives her bracelets and necklaces. Mm-hmm. He gives us. He gives good things because God loves to give. Amen. Wow, I like that. Clothed with Jesus. That is, we are clothed in His righteousness and everything that He is, love and peace. You know, in the TPT translation, Galatians three twenty seven says, "It was faith that immersed you." into Jesus, immersed you into Jesus, the anointed one, and now you are covered and clothed with his anointing. Wow, I like that word, immersed. Mm. Yes, completely. And then also, uh, like you touched on there, his righteousness, his love, his peace, he gives us joy, unspeakable and full of glory. He gets so many things, comfort, he gives, we don't need to fear anymore. Then he rubbed oil on us. This is the Holy Spirit. The Spirit was given. Jesus says, I'll not leave you uh, orphans. I'm going to send another like me, which is part of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. But he's not done yet. (laughs) He says, and a lovely crown for your head. Revelations 1 verse 6. To him who loved us and washed us from our sins. You see how similar this is, Revelations, from, from when we read Ezekiel? To him who loved us and washed us from our sin in his own blood and has made us kings and priests to God and the Father. To him be the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. He made us his queen. <laughs> We're kings and queens in training. Yes. And then the uh, the orphan gets adopted. Let's Mm -hmm. continue reading in 8b. Yes. Uh, 8b says, So I wrapped my cloak around you to cover your nakedness and declared my marriage vows. I made a covenant with you, says the Sovereign Lord, and you became 
mind. You know, God has made vows to us stronger than any marriage vows on this world. He's promised to love us forever. Mm. He's never going to tire of us. He, he, he's prepared a place for us. He said that in John 14.3, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Wow. And one day we'll be united with our forever family. No more separation. No more uh, want. No more insecurity. And more. And verse 13 wow. tells us that. Yes, and verse 13 says, And so you were adorned with gold and silver. Your clothes were made of fine linen and costly fabric and were beautifully embroidered. You ate the finest foods, choice flour, honey, and olive oil, and became more beautiful than ever. You looked like a queen, and so you were. Your fame soon spread throughout the world because of your beauty. I dressed you in my splendor and perfected your beauty, says the Sovereign Lord. <laughs> wow. Uh, someone said it, it's like this. We are training for reigning with Christ. Ooh. And what that entails, well, we'll do a, a class on that one day. I did recently in our yes. church about rewards and things. That's really exciting. Mm. But the most exciting thing in all heaven is we get to spend it with Jesus Amen. in a relationship with him where we are not rejected. We're celebrated, not tolerated. Amen. Oh, I tell you. And he says, I dressed you with my splendor and perfected your beauty. Oh, I love that. We're in that season when God is perfecting us. How does he perfect us? We become more and more like Jesus Amen. and more and more beautiful as we are like him. Amen. And he took her and changed her completely and made her life a thing of beauty. That's what he can do for you. Those that are listening, God will do that for you. The first thing I want to say is, uh, if you don't know Jesus today, if you feel alone, you can, you can have, uh, the most beautiful, wonderful person with you holding your hand, but be lonely inside your heart because there's something missing. And until you accept Jesus into your life, you won't feel complete. And when he comes in, he not only saves you, using that term he saves us to himself for eternity uh, he also is going to bless you he's going to do more for you than you ever imagined uh, i remember when i was young and and uh, felt unwanted and really was i was not wanted by uh, my parents and and even some of my my brothers and sisters not my sister but my some of my brothers and but God came, and he changed it all. I remember the day when I knelt beside my bed at home, and I said, Jesus, I ask you to come into my life. Uh, I want to live for you. And there was a change. Mm. And there was a change. And from that day on, God has been at work beautifying me, if you want to use the word beautiful, yes. uh, if you could say that of a man. Yes. But he's purifying. He's making me more like him. Perfecting you. You know, my testimony is a little bit opposite than yours because I grew up in a home that's loving, you know, that we were always there and we're always, uh, we love doing things together, doing things for the Lord together. And you would think that would be enough to satisfy you and to make you happy and complete. But just like what Pascal said, there is still that God-shaped vacuum in my heart, you know, that until I completely gave my life over to Jesus, it just filled that void. And what, what you said, uh, the, the world just became even more better, even more beautiful. 
So totally opposite of the spectrum somehow our our uh, testimony, but the common commonality is that God God changed everything for the better when we came to know Him personally. And I like one translation there. It says, I found you. When he says, I found you, he says, and I made you spectacularly beautiful. Spectacularly. I love that. Can you imagine God looking and saying, that's my son, that's my daughter, and they're spectacular. Oh, I love that. <laughs> we don't see ourselves that way. That's right. But if you never experienced Jesus in your life, receive him now. And then, Joy, um, would you like to lead us in a prayer? You're listening to us and you're saying, I want that. I want to to experience what they're sharing right now. Well, it takes just a simple prayer of faith, and you can just follow after me, you know, and uh, let's start, okay? Father, in the name of Jesus, I surrender my life to you. I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. I repent of all my sins, and I ask God that you continue to reveal yourself to me that I may grow in you and know you as my Lord and Savior. This I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And those of you who know Christ, you are in the process of becoming more beautiful. You just need to say, Holy Spirit, work in my life. Mm. Cleanse me. Make me more like you. Yes. Because he talked about it growing, growing and being strong. And that's what God wants. So anyway, Joy, before we close, if they want more information and yes. uh, how to get more teaching. Yes, if you want more information, this podcast is Growing in God's Word, but we also have a website, and it's called growingingodsword.com. Or if you want to find us in Facebook, we you just type up Growing God's Word, and there you will see some updates, some teaching, some videos, you know, whatever uh, that could help us grow in our walk with the Lord. Amen. Well, God bless you. Till next time. Father, come and fill me up. Let your spirit come. Rain down in my life. Flood me with your love. I claim on earth what's coming from heaven. To be here any day. Oh, I can taste his promise. That is coming my way